0: hi and welcome to the overflow podcast i'm chuck ammons teaching pastor at overflow church in brandon florida and we are here to help you receive the father's love and to release it to everyone you encounter everywhere wherever you're listening from today your god adores you i pray this message elevates and ignites your faith On this podcast, you will find biblical messages to activate your faith, as well as our You Asked For It series, where we address your questions about trusting God's goodness as Father and living out His fullness as beloved sons and daughters. To find out more about Overflow Church, visit us at myoverflowchurch.com or on Facebook at Overflow Church Brandon. We'd also love to encourage you to check out our book, Life in the Overflow, and it's accompanying devotional at amazon.com. Today we celebrate the birth of a Savior whose name has changed everything about our lives. Jesus, the name above every name, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the exact image of the Father's being, the Word made flesh, and God with us. And I want to tell you this Christmas morning that it wasn't just on Christmas that became true. From the very first moment of our existence, he has always been the God with us, just revealed in the fullness of time for our sakes. In Genesis, he was the God with us as he knelt in the dust from which we were made, and he blessed us. In Exodus, he was the God with us in the deserts of our slavery, leading us out with a strong arm and a mighty hand. In Leviticus, he was God with us as a high priest who leads us to the very presence of God and is the tabernacle of that presence himself, as the Passover lamb for our sins and the scapegoat for our heart's demand to blame others. In Numbers, he was the God with us as a bronze snake lifted up in the wilderness, a curse hanging on a tree that all of us, if we merely look at him, will have life. In Deuteronomy, He was God with us as one ready to lead us into the promised land and who calls us to remember his faithfulness. In Joshua, he was God with us as the Savior who comes to knock down every wall and gate that is keeping us from God's destiny and who does it with the only weapon being praise. In Judges, he's God with us. Every time that we live as if we have no king and do what is right in our own eyes, he's the God with us that every time we cry out, he comes to our rescue. In Ruth, he's the God with us as our kinsman redeemer, the great love who adores a foreign widow with no hope and no future and buys her back to be his forever. In Samuel, he's God with us as the shepherd who was born to be king, whose height and stature and appearance was despised by his brothers, but who possessed the very heart of God and came to set the people free. In Kings, he's God with us as the true Elijah, the prophet who fasted in the wilderness and was miraculously fed, the one who raised the dead and confronted the systems of sin, the one who was taken miraculously up to heaven, but this Elijah didn't call for fire from God to kill his enemies. He came as the fire from God in order to die for their sins. In Chronicles, we meet God with us who is the temple, the one who doesn't demand that we build him a house, but comes to be our home forever. In Ezra, he's God with us as the one who will never stop pursuing us with his love. His love endures forever. In Nehemiah, he's God with us as the rebuilder of every broken wall and the restorer of everything the enemy has taken. He is the joy of the Lord who has become our strength. In Esther, he reveals himself as God with us who shows up in the middle of the night when all hope seems lost to preserve and protect and promote everything he promised. In Job He's God with us as the one who stretched out the sky like a sheet and hangs the galaxies and names the stars and is still good and is still God even when we face our darkest nights. In Psalms, he's the God with us as the one who knit us together in our mother's womb, who knows us completely. And already this morning, has thought more precious thoughts about you than the individual grains of sand on every seashore that has ever existed. In Proverbs, he's God with us as Lady Wisdom who keeps us from foolishness and leads us into the light. In Ecclesiastes, he's God with us as the meaning behind all the vanity and every other pursuit that we could give our life to that would leave us wanting. In Song of Solomon, he's God with us as the passionate, pursuing love who calls us his beloved and says, You are mine forever. In Isaiah, he is God with us as the man of suffering pierced for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities, whose punishment brought us peace. By his wounds, our every wound is healed. In Jeremiah, he's God with us, is the one who gives us a new heart and places a new spirit in us to know him. In Lamentations, he's the God with us, is the one who is with us in suffering, bearing it and leading us through every valley of death to see that it was only a shadow. In Ezekiel, he's God with us who came to resurrect dry bones and breathe on us again with his spirit so that we would live. And even today, if that's where you're at, you can place a hand on your heart and say, oh God, I want to live. He's still breathing into dry bones. In Daniel, he's God who is with us in the furnace of our trials so that we aren't consumed and holding us in every den of lions as we simply trust him that we'll come out on the other side. In Hosea, he's God with us as the faithful husband who simply can't let us go. He buys us back from every wayward place that we run. In Joel, he's God with us who came to restore all that the locusts have eaten and to plant us in him as a vine that bears great fruit. In Amos, he's God with us who rules over the heights, yet draws near to the very depths of our hearts. In Obadiah, he's God with us as the good God who will make the sun go down on the broken system of sin and all of her fruits, rising victorious on the other side forever as the light. In Jonah... He's God with us as the pleading voice of compassion for us to move past our racism and classism and every prejudice and division of us and them. To go to our enemies that we've counted unworthy and to call them to turn to his face and live. And Micah. He's God with us who delights in giving us mercy and drowns our iniquities in the sea. In Nahum, he's God with us who is the peace who will end every injustice and wipe every tear from our eyes. In Habakkuk, he's God with us as the one who always lives to intercede for us, taking our deepest questions to the very heart of his throne. In Zephaniah, he's God with us, who's presently rejoicing over us with singing. In Haggai, he's God with us, presently at work in everything shaking around you, producing glory and establishing his peace. In Zechariah, he's God with us, who is our victory. Our hope isn't found in the fervency of our might or the skill of our power, but by his spirit, says the Lord. In Malachi, he's God with us as refiner, refiner presently at work in every detail of our lives to purify and prepare and present us as whole, and he won't stop until he's done. In Matthew, he's God with us, is the one who was promised from the beginning the fulfillment of every promise from the Father. In Mark, he's God with us as a man of action, healer and teacher and restorer and servant and savior. In Luke, He's God with us as good news of great joy for all people. In John, he's God with us, who didn't come to condemn the world, but that the world would be saved through him. In Acts, he's God with us as tongues of fire, bringing every tribe and tongue and nation from all the places that we've wandered to again be one family under one father. In Romans, he's God with us as the power of God to everyone who believes. In 1 Corinthians, he's God with us as the love who is patient and kind and always protects and always trusts and always hopes and always perseveres, the love that never fails. In 2 Corinthians, he's God with us as the spirit of freedom, transforming us into the image of ever-increasing places of glory as we gaze upon his face. In Galatians, he's God with us as the one who brought us out of the slavery of Hagar, the striving to produce our own fruit, to the joy of promise, to be the children of Sarah, full of laughter and delight as we understand the grace that he gives. In Ephesians, he's the God with us, rooting and establishing us in a love that surpasses our ability to know and a fullness that surpasses our ability to hold. We're destined to overflow. In Philippians, he's God with us as the treasure for whom we've lost all things and count them rubbish if only we can be with Christ and know him in glory and in suffering. or his forever. In Colossians, he's God with us who qualifies us into the inheritance as saints, most holy places that he delights to reside in. In Thessalonians, he's God with us who calls us not to lose hope because he has come and he is coming back to take us where he is. In 1 Timothy, he's God with us who came into the world to save the worst of sinners so we're all included. In 2 Timothy, he's God with us who remains faithful even when we're faithless. In Titus, he's God with us as the one who redeemed us from wickedness and gave us a new heart to do good. In Philemon, he is God with us as one who transforms every useless act we've committed into something useful as we just come home to him. In Hebrews, he's God with us whose blood speaks a better word than the blood of Abel the high priest from a higher order than Abraham, the substance of the true temple and the Sabbath and the confession where all that came before him was merely a shadow. And James, he's God with us as he calls us to be patient and persevere and not show favoritism or grumble or let our tongues or our deeds bring poison, but to bring life because he's coming soon and he wants all of his kids home. In 1 Peter, he's God with us as a secured inheritance that will never perish or fade or spoil so we don't lose hope. In 2 Peter, he's God with us who has given us everything we need today for life and godliness. In 1 John, he is God with us who lavishes his love over us. Even when our hearts try to condemn us, he's greater than our hearts and he knows everything. His love wins. In 2 John, he's God with us who has only one command, to be consumed and love, to receive it completely and to release it liberally. In 3 John, he's God with us, who invites us not to imitate evil, but to walk with him and do good. In Jude, he's God with us, who is able to keep us from stumbling and to present us free from fault and full of joy. And in Revelation, he is God with us is the only one worthy to open the scrolls and one day together we will all stand and shout worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever and ever amen so this christmas As you spend time with those you love, you need to know that your God is with you. As you open presence, God is with you. Later today, as you sit around a table recounting the amazing memories of this past year, or as you seek the comfort missing those, you wish that you could hold close more than anything. You need to know your God is with you. And when this season ends, and the tree and the lights come down and you gear up for all the coming year is going to bring you need to know your god will be with you on the mountains and in the valleys every morning and every evening every moment from now until forever through a million changing tides there's one constant that we can hold as true the god who made you and adores you completely will forever be with you. Merry Christmas, overflow. May you celebrate his presence today, and may you live. Your God is with you.